Do you want to reach the people that you love most with the good news of God's grace? Join author and international evangelist Sammy Tippett as he interviews Christian leaders who will ignite your passion to bring others to Christ. I want to welcome you back to our discussion on sharing Christ with other people, letting them know how good he is, what he wants to do in their hearts and lives. I've been visiting with Wayne Jenkins, who is Director of Evangelism for the Louisiana Baptist Convention and has trained many, many people in sharing Christ with others. And uh, Wayne, we're going to turn a corner now. Okay. Uh, That's right. And we've been really talking about deeply spiritual things, place and role of prayer, the place and role of the Holy Spirit, and, and these are deeply spiritual things. And right. now we're going to begin to get into some practical things. That's exactly right. And we have really a good bridge here because the bridge is sharing your testimony. That's right. Because that is deeply spiritual. But at the same time, it's very practical. And so we're, th- this is a great bridge. And so a- as we get into these practical things, I want to encourage people. I want to encourage you not to forget the spiritual things, you know, and just go out and do the practical. We're, we're going to do that. We're going to get into these practical things. Let me share why I think it's a bridge. Uh, in Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11, the Bible talks about a future event, and you know, Revelation is about the future, but it talks about the victory of the believer, and it says, they overcame him, talking about Satan, by the blood of the Lamb, which is the message, the word of their testimony, and that they love not their lives even unto death. And there's something powerful Extremely about powerful. the testimony, that it shatters <laughs> Satan's forces, his power, just when you share your testimony. Whenever I preach, when I do evangelistic meetings, every time you'll hear me share my testimony. I might do it in a different way each time, but I share my testimony because I know the power of it. And uh, so I want us to talk about sharing our testimonies and how, how to do it. Because a lot of people don't really know where to start, how to share their testimony, because we talked about clarity, and I think the testimony needs to be very clear for it to be powerful. So... How do we do that? All right. First of all, we need to know exactly what you said. It's effective. It is extremely effective, your, your personal testimony. It, it has authority. Uh, people might be able to, might try to refute God's word or something, but they're it, it, like the, like the uh, man who was healed and he says, all I know is I was blind and now I see. Yeah. They couldn't refute yeah. his, his testimony of what had taken place. The same is true with, with you and me. It communicates. People like stories. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're talking about something that people want to hear. Uh, you don't have to memorize it. It's, it's you. It's a part of you. So it's, it, it flows, and, and it's a good story to tell. It relates. Everybody has had a void. Everybody has a void in their life. Right. And everybody is empty. Uh, we've got this God-shaped vacuum. And so he, he, you're telling how God feels it. You know, so it, it relates. Now, now, before we go on, move past that, let me just say, because I think there's some people who grew up in Christian families, grew up in Christian homes, going to church, uh, and, and they came to Christ at a young age and say, my testimony doesn't relate to people uh, because, you know, I wasn't any drug addict. I wasn't in prison. I wasn't, you know, some... Right. But, but, but the relating is not those things. The relating is the emptiness that That's we right. all have. That's exactly that right? right. So, That's and exactly I just want right. to bring that out because I think everybody needs to know they have a story to share. That's right. And when we, and when we get in this second session, we'll talk specifically about how does a person write one that's that's been 
in, in a Christian home and growing up in a Christian home and, and who has a, a fear of that. I don't have one of these outstanding tests. Yes, he does, but we'll talk, we'll okay. talk about uh, that. Okay. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's powerful because your, your story can impact uh, an unbeliever. Just like what you said every time you preach, uh, on one of these crusades, you share your story. It makes an impact on the lives of those people who hear the story, and they say, look, if God can do that for him, God can do it for me. So I think it's that kind of impact. And the other thing is, it's always with you. I, I may not always have a Bible on me. I may not always have a track on me, but I've always got my story mm-hmm. of what Christ did in my life. Right. So those are things that make it an extremely effective Tool. Okay. Now, there's some tips for writing. And now, first of all, we ought, we ought to all write our testimony out. Okay. So you're talking about writing it out so that you have it kind of down clearly. Yeah. And so, okay. So right. you can do it in about 200, 250 words or less. Uh, if you can do it like that, you are, are, you, you're talking about a three or four minute testimony that you can give to people at any, any time, you know. And uh, you, you need to write it down to know where you're beginning, where you're going, where you won't ramble and, and get caught in a lot of travelogue and right. that kind of okay. thing. Okay, so give us some of those All tips. Right. Uh, we're going to give you in the next one a simple outline from the Scriptures. So, so it'll be simple. Uh, you, you're going to be brief. That's what we just said. Keep it, keep it short, two, okay. two, three, four minutes. Uh, we've got to be conversational. It's not going to be stiff. It's not going to be formal. And, and you're not going to use uh, what we would say is church lingo or, or church words. There's some things that you need. We, we've, we've had difficulty, you and I, even here, right here talking. We talk about lost, and then we have to go back and say the unbeliever, the person. What, what that means. What that means. Believe. And so you, you have to make sure that you speak in such a way that you don't use some of your churchy words. That, that, that is they not, don't want to understand. It's okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. I found... Wayne, it, it's okay if, if you explain that, but most people, a lot of the terminology we use, people don't understand what we're talking about. And so, even, even using a word like salvation, uh, it's such a good word. We, we understand right. that. That, 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 that. That person may not understand that, but it, 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 if you talk about committing your life to Christ and coming to Christ and having your life changed and transformed, right. that communicates better than just the word salvation. It explains all of that. Right, you know, right. You know, you need to emphasize in your testimony not how wicked you were, but how wonderful Christ is. So remember that. That's what we want to do. And and, and boy, this is important. And yeah. again, it goes back to that thing of oh, I was nine, ten years old when I really gave my life to Christ. Well, you're emphasizing how good God is, That's not right. how bad you right. were. So go ahead, go ahead. And then and then be specific. Now, don't get caught up in a lot of travelogue, but be specific about. Uh, here's the way my life was, but here's the, what he's done to change me. Not, not my life is better since. Mm-hmm. But what, what, how is it better? Let mm-hmm. them know some specific things that God has done for you. It, it, it may in, involve even, even some physical healing. It may, it may be emotional healing. It could be anything that you could, you could say, here are some things that specifically God has or done for me. a particular change. Like, for instance, racial attitudes for me. That's exactly right. God changed, for for me, a a lot of attitudes and uh, racially. And, of course, I I grew up in a racially charged time. Yeah. So... uh, so those specific things. What else? Don't don't be in your in the process. Do not be negative towards other denominations or, or church groups or, or religious groups. groups. 
that yeah, well, you never not, win anything. We're, we're, we're not preaching to people. We're no. sharing our story. We're sharing our story. Right. And so you don't want to get into that and get lost into that. Right. The, the other thing is uh, don't, don't be shocked when you're dealing with somebody and, and they start sharing the way they live and say, oh, my God. You mm. live that way, you know. Mm. Don't, don't be shocked. Just say, just you're telling your story. Yeah, and just keep moving on. And I think the other thing is to relive your story. You and I were in a meeting uh, at a college, and the college president, I remembered, was going to share his testimony at our request. We knew what it was. He started off with some three by five cards and started reading it, and then, then in the process, started reliving it sort of discarded the cards, and, and when he got through, he, he, he had tears in his eyes, and he was not a real emotional guy. And, and the student body, when he got through, began to applaud. They had never heard the story before, yeah. and it was, it was amazing. Yeah. The, the, the thing I think that I want to leave everyone with is this. You have a story. If you know Christ, you have a story. Now, if you don't know Christ and you're just religious, then you don't have a story. But if, if you truly know Christ, you've trusted him to come into your life, forgive your sins, change your life, that has happened, you put your faith in him, and, and you begin to follow him, then you have a story. And your story is unique, your story is powerful, and you need to be sharing that story Amen. with other people. Now, in our next session, we're going to give you some real practical tips on how to share that story, and you'll be able to, I think, walk away with, with being able to do that. So I hope that you'll take this today and uh, let God use you. Begin to pray. Begin to think about your story. Begin to write it down, and uh, we'll, in the next session, give you some things that will help you to do that. A radio talk show host wrote, From the first paragraph, Sammy Tippett's new novel grabs you by the throat and refuses to let go. Running Home is a powerful story of redemption, revival, and hope. Sammy Tippett has written a fast-paced mystery that intertwines an unusual romance, a heart-wrenching kidnapping, desperate praying, and an outpouring of God's Spirit. You'll be kept on the edge of your seat as you read Running Home. Get your copy today at sammytippett.org or amazon.com. I want to welcome you to our eighth session on talking about how to share Christ with others. We've talked about a lot of things deeply spiritual, from prayer to the role of the Holy Spirit. And then in our last session, we begin to talk about sharing your story, telling others what Christ has done for you. And uh, this is one of the greatest tools that you'll ever use. And I'm talking with Wayne Jenkins, a dear friend who grew up with me in Baton Rouge. Wayne, I, I want to share something with you as we yeah. get into this. Uh, we both grew up in Baton Rouge, and I went back to Baton Rouge here recently and had a group of my high school friends come together. And one of them reminded me of something, that whenever I graduated from high school, I came to school during my senior year for exams, final exams, drunk. And uh, I came... Makes for a good exam. <laughs> right. So anyway, I came, and, and the teacher said, Sammy, sit down and take your exam. And, and I took the test, I wadded it up, and threw it at the teacher, it's a, it's, a, it's a miracle that I ever got out of high school. <laughs> but anyway, this friend of mine reminded me of that. And, uh, and, and I just think about, wow, you know, I can't believe, you know, that, that. But you know what? God changed me. That's right. And this guy went on to say, and then I watched Sammy, and I saw a change in his life. And he was giving my testimony for me. And, and that's really what people ought to see. People ought to be able to see 
there's something about you that's different than, than you know, and, and, and the testimony. And so anyway, I, I, the, the testimony is just really powerful. People, people need to hear your story. Your story is unique. So you, we started talking, and you gave us some great tips in the last session. What goes into our testimony? Well, your testimony is really about your, your three aspects, your life before, the, the account, what took place when you came to know Christ, and what your life is like since you've come to know Christ. Now, right. those, those are the three elements. Probably no better example. Let me just um, say, yeah. for the person listening to this, I want to encourage you to write those three things down. Give them to it real quickly. Right. Your again. life before. Your life before. Uh, how you came to know Christ. So how you came to know Christ, number two. To it. And, and the third part is what your life is like since. What your life is like since. Okay, those three things. All right, go ahead. And, and the perfect example of that and, and the model for us is found in Acts 22 when Paul gives his testimony. And, and you, you'll find there that in verses 3 through 5, Paul describes uh, his life before Christ. Okay. And, and, and you can read all that passage. We don't have time in this to do it. And then, he, then, he, then beginning with verse, verse 6, he, he describes how he came to know Christ. And, and, then, and then in verse 14, he describes some, some of his change. Not everything, of course, and that's the way your testimony will. You don't describe everything, but you describe some things about how Christ has changed you. Now, uh, let, let me give you some, some hints on when you start writing your testimony. If you'll write, uh, uh, my life before, come down a little bit, just on eight and a half by 11, and come down and, and then the second Just thing, a regular sheet of paper. Regular sheet of paper. Uh, how I came to know Christ, leave a spot for that, and then come down in my life since I've come to Christ. All right, you've got those three things, and you remember you want to try to keep it brief, but here's some things that questions you may want to ask yourself when you're writing down each one of these sections. For instance, my life before Christ. You may include that you were you were lonely. That may be be part of it, that you lacked purpose. For me, that was a large part of it. I, I was... Uh, about to graduate from high school, I was in my senior year. I did not know, fixing to start my senior year, I didn't have a clue in the world what I really wanted to do in life. And and there was a sense of, for me, too, of a fear of dying. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I never came close to dying, but for some reason, that, that just gripped my heart. I would pray a little prayer. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Mm-hmm. And that haunted me every night. And I just about had to die to go to sleep. But it may be that. It may be a hopelessness. It may be a lack of peace. It may be uh, depression. It could be any of those things that were a part of your life before you came to Christ that are symptoms of the void that is in your life that everybody has. And, and let me just say that because we were talking uh, earlier about people who uh, you say, I was just a, a child when I came to know Christ, so my life before Christ really isn't that exciting. The The deal is not how exciting or how bad or whatever it is. It's it's that void that you're talking about. That's right. And uh, Renee, our my daughter, uh, I remember she was just a, a small child, and my associate pastor of the church where I was at, his daughter died, and it just gripped her as a young child. And she's and in our family devotional time, she said, "Daddy." And she drew out something, and she had a gap between God and man. And she says, 
I'm over here. And, yeah. and, you know, she was, she, that was what gripped her. And, and so she was just a small child. And, and so it, it, it it's not a big dramatic thing, bad thing that you've done. It's just that emptiness, that separation, whatever it is. Now, it, it could be that, and I've not, didn't mention it there, but it could be that, 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 that the person was a, an addict, uh, an alcoholic, uh, it, 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 whatever it is. And he, he might, he would want to include that because the very person that he might be talking to might be a person that's like that and thinks there's no hope for him. When I was in Egypt, we had testimony from Egyptians who came to Jesus, and it was really exciting because one of them, I was on the verge of suicide. One, I went through a divorce. One, uh, you know, I had no hope in life. It was the same things that I would have heard in the United States, just the very yeah. basic same right. things that, right. that uh, you know, we, we experience, all people experience. Yeah, and those people. are the things we're looking for. Right. Okay, what else? Uh, the second, the second that you answer, you answer those questions, whatever it may be that relates to you. Then you come down to the second part where it says, "How I came to know Christ." Well, was it through the witness of somebody, somebody who shared with you consistently and and one on one friendship, and over a period of time, was it that you were at a, at a church service of some kind and you heard the gospel for the first time? It may have been through a television broadcast. It right. could have been any number of things. Somebody may have given you a Mark New Testament, given you a track. You read that, and I've seen that happen over and over to people, and they read that, and God's Spirit convicted him. But whatever whatever brought you to that the, point. Those, those things that God used yes. to bring you to that point. Okay. Yeah, that's what you want to emphasize in that, that second section. You okay. know? Now, the third section, you come to the point where, where well, what has your life been like since? What is the change in your life? I think sometimes it's good to go back. If, for instance, if if you if you had this fear of dying, for instance, like you said, Renee, and like, like I had, uh, I, I can honestly say when I say one of the ways that he changed my life is is my wife can tell you to this day that when I lay my head on a pillow at night, I don't I don't wrestle. I, I go sound asleep. It's not like I was because I know where I'm headed, not because of my goodness, but because of Christ's mercy and his grace in my life. I know that if I die, I'd go to heaven. So I've got that wonderful assurance. And uh, that's part of, of my testimony about, about what's happened to me. So you can relate back to the section one. Here's where I was. I was lonely, but now I'm not lonely. But be specific, whatever it is on your life, what he's done for you since. One, one thing that I feel like I need to bring out and go back to point number two, and that is how you came to Christ. Sometimes we get stuck on the method rather than the actual salvation experience. That's right. And we need to be very, very careful that we share the, for instance, for people who grew up in the south, southern part of the United States, Often I hear them share their testimony and say, and I walk down the aisle. Well, I know what that means. I, I, I understand what that means. But walking down an aisle doesn't make you a Christian. Right. What they need to do is they need to say, and, and that day I invited Christ to come into exactly. my life and then go into the change that he's made. Exactly. So just be specific about that and, and remember the terminology. That's right. So I want to encourage you, those three things, just remember those three things. You write them down and write them out. And then I want to encourage you to pray. We talked about prayer in an earlier session. Pray that God would give you someone to share your testimony with this week. This week that you would share your testimony with someone. And God's going to give you one of those divine appointments, and he's going to use you. And then we want to hear back from you how you shared your testimony with someone.
we hope you've been encouraged. If you'd like to hear more, visit SammyTippett.org. There you'll hear podcasts, watch daily devotionals, and obtain books by Sammy that will ignite your faith, your love of family, and a passion to reach others.